Okay, fine, I'll do it for you. And today, we are doing our first part one of a read-aloud of Curious Kids Nature Guide. So, um, I'm going to read the blurb, which is that little bit on the back of the book that is a description. Okay. So, here is the blurb. Get out and explore. Discover the natural wonders of the Pacific Northwest in your own backyard and beyond. Filled with a hundred of the more fascinating flora and fauna of the region, this nature guide is the perfect companion for outdoor adventures. So please remember, as I'm reading this, this is specifically the Pacific Northwest. So, um... Yeah. Also, um... I really, really... Okay. Okay. So, are we ready to start? We're already one minute in. We haven't started yet. So, Curious Kids Nature Guide. Contents, introduction, forest, beach, freshwater, backyards, and urban parks, nature year-round in the Pacific Northwest, and index. Introduction. This is a book about where the Pacific Ocean meets the northwest coast of North America. It's a place with soaring mountains, giant trees, glow-in-the-dark seawater, and stupendous slugs. This area is called the Pacific Northwest, or Cascadia, and includes Washington, Oregon, and the Alaska Panhandle in the United States, and British Columbia in Canada. Whatever you call it, if you're lucky enough to live there or visit it, thank you, we live in the Pacific Northwest, huh? There's a lot of spectacular nature to discover, whether you're in the woods, at the beach, by a swim or swamp, or in your own backyard, there's plenty to find. So go outside and discover what's there. This book will help you begin. Here's what you'll need to do to get started. Use your, one, use your senses. The more you stay still and quiet and examine what is around you, the more you'll find. Amazing animals could be nearby, but if you don't take the time to wait and watch, you might never find them. Listen, smell, and touch as you go. Two, stay comfortable. It's hard to enjoy nature and discover new things when your feet hurt, you're cold, hungry, or thirsty, or you're worried about sliming your best outfit. Wear comfortable clothes and sturdy tunes. Dress for the weather, whether it's hot, cold, rainy, or all three. Be ready to change your clothing with the weather. If you're going on a longer hike, bring food, water, and a first aid kit. This is really good info. If you're ever going on a hike, going camping, you should listen to this bit of the episode again. Um, so, okay. Continuing. Three, take care of nature. When you're done exploring, leave everything as you found it. Put back rocks, logs you removed, animals rely on them for shelter. Pick up litter, even if it isn't yours. Collecting a few leaves, sticks, rocks, or shells or is fine. But leave living things where they are. Um, don't feed a wildlife. Don't break plants. Obey the rules of the trail. 
Four, stay safe. Don't go out alone. It's fun to explore with a friend, a sibling, or an adult. If you go on an expedition, get permission and share your plans with a responsible adult. Let him or her know exactly where you're going. And that is the end of the introduction, and it says, let's explore. So, um, we're four minutes in. We will, this will be, um, probably at most 20 minutes. So, today, we are going through the forest chapter. So, we might have to split up, um, one of the longer chapters. Um... But, um, the forest is only 20 pages long, so shouldn't be that hard. Forest. When you're exploring the forest, it's important to look and listen all around. Above your head, many animals and plants live above the upper branches of trees. Some never come down. By your feet is an intricate world of creatures that live their lives among the decaying twigs, leaves, and needles. Some of the biggest living things in the world grow here, but so do some of the smallest. Insects, mites, and microscopic bacteria are all part of the forest ecosystem. So, we are diving right in, but I forgot to mention I got a haircut at 9 o'clock this morning. Can I see? Yes. I, I got a I. Ooh, it got short. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, so here is the start. Douglas Fir, the, I'm not going to read the scientific names, guys. Sorry, but I can't. Western Red Cedar, Cedar, Lungwort, which is actually in Warrior Cats, Licorice Fern, Banana Slug, Black-tailed Deer, Douglas Squirrel, Pacific Trilum, Questionable Stofaria, Coral Mushroom, Rough Skin Newt. Um, so I believe that these are all going to get, yeah, these, most of these are going to get a small section um, about them. This is just in all the animals that you will learn about. Barred Owl, Great Horned Owl, Western Screech Owl, Red-Breasted Nuthatch, Ground Creeper, Black-Capped Chickadee, Raven, Polited Woodpecker, Pacific Damp Wood Termite, Yellow Spot Millipede, Western Thatching Ant. Banana slugs are the second biggest slugs in the world. They can be um, black, brown, yellow, or white with spots. The yellow ones with spots look a lot like little old bananas. They can grow up to 10 inches long. They glide along the Around the forest floor from southeast Alaska to northern California, munching on fruits and leaves and gobbling up mushrooms. Everything banana slugs do involves slime. They use slime to keep them from drying out and to protect them from sharp edges. They can glide over broken cat glass or razor blades without getting a nick. They also use slime to ward off snakes, shrews, and salamanders that try to eat them. Often, the would-be snug snacker ends up gagging on a mouthful of mucus. Sometimes slugs use slime to send messages. A slug can find its mate by following its slime trail. This is literally a page long. Um, 
slugs are hermaphrodites. This means they're male and female at the same time. Once a slug finds a mate, the two climb a tree together and then dangle off a branch hanging from a rope of slime. If you step in a slug barefoot, you'll get a tow load of clammy, sticky gill. If you try to use water to clean it off, the goo will only swell. The only way to get off is rub and keep rubbing. So that's that was a really long. We're eight minutes, almost seven, almost nine minutes in. So um, we'll probably stop at the twenty mark if we get to the twenty mark. I don't think any are as long, um, except for like. Yeah, none of them are really as long, I don't think. Except for the western thatching ants, but... We've got quite a bit to go. We've got... Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, so we've got 13 pages to read, so we are speeding up. Okay. I'm gonna. Oh, Dory, do you have any comments? Um, I thought that it sounds really interesting. Yeah, the banana slugs are really cool. Um, make sure to keep listening. Um, to learn about more awesome animals like that. Um, so here goes. Rough skin newts roam moss in damp corners of the forest. When they feel threatened, they arch their backs to flash their bright orange bellies. The belly is a warning. A newt's bumpy skin has enough poison in it to kill a person if eaten. If you ever touch one, wash your hands. Some garter snakes have a resistance to the potion poison and can eat the newt. But sometimes a garter snake will try to eat a newt and give up, concluding it is too poisonous. Most owls are nocturnal, which means they are active and hunt at night. But sometimes you can spot them in the daytime. One way to find them is to use your ears. If a crow or a jay finds an owl, it will make loud calls and tell all the other crows and jays in the area surround the owl. Did you say something, Dory? Uh, no. Okay. I'm sorry, it keeps stopping. I should stop. They'll keep calling out it, and the boldest ones will swoop at it. If you hear a bunch of birds, Making a ruckus in the trees. Look at what they are up to. Owls have good eyes and very keen ears. One ear is higher than the other, which helps um, the owl pinpoint exactly where sound is coming from. Owls are also quiet flyers. Their flight feathers have special edges that muffle sound. A mouse on the ground won't hear the owl coming until it is too late. Owls eat small animals such as mice, shrews, and squirrels. When they catch their prey, they don't spend a lot of time taking it apart. Instead, they swallow it whole or in large chunks. Later on, they'll vomit up a pellet of bones and hair and other bits that they couldn't digest. They most often do this at the tree where they roost. If you see an owl in the tree, take a look around the base. If there's a lot of bird poop there, the owl likely goes there a lot and you have a good chance of finding a pellet. If you find one of those pellets and take it apart, you can figure out what the owl ate. Sometimes, if you are careful, you can put 
together an entire tiny skeleton. You could find different kinds of owls in different places. In the forest, you often find far great horned and western screech owls. Um, so we have since we have so long to go, um, I might stop um, when we get to woodpeckers, just because. Um, we've got such a long way to go. We'll see. Um, once we get to 20 minutes long, we will stop. So, Dory, do you have anything to say about the, um, about the owl section or the rough skin newts? Um, no, I think I like it and I... So, do you have any comments? Or, uh, I thought that it was no, not really. I understood all of it, and it was just fun. Yeah. You know what? Every time I do an animal, I'm gonna stop, and you're, and we're gonna give our reviews on that animal. So, um, oh. okay. Ravens look like crows, but can they can weigh more than twice as much? The raven is one of the most intelligent and playful birds in the world. Sometimes they will fly upside down, somersault in the air, or slide on snow. They eat what they can find, eggs and chicks of other birds, dead animals, and insects. They like to soar high in the air, which is a good way to swat a dead animal lying on the ground. When they call each other ravens, so deep voices can carry a mile or more. Imagine that, being able to be like, hey, hi, like, hey, Dory, how are you? And then, like, if you were a mile away, you would still be able to hear. That would be crazy. Scientists have classified more than 30 kinds of raven calls. These smart birds have a lot to say. Um, okay, I'll do my review first. So, the, the raven is my favorite type of bird just because it's often classified with, like, it's often lumped together with evil, sort of. Um, so, um, it's my favorite animal, um, it's my favorite bird, not my favorite animal, but my favorite bird. Um, so I think we might have time for maybe three more animals. Um, well, we'll stop, um, we'll read, I'm not sure if we'll have time for woodpeckers, but. We have time, we definitely have time for some of them. Chickadees are the leader of, oh, you, sorry, you didn't get to do your views. Oh yeah, I rate the Raven 4.5 out of five. Basically a four star rating. I, I, I rate the Raven 3.5. Explain. I like Ravens. But they are definitely not my favorite bird. I, I think it's kind of annoying. You said that they, you said that they like when they're paired with evil, but I think it's annoying because that's the bird that's always paired with evil. So I think for that reason, and also just because it's kind of, ravens are kind of bland, I give it three point five. Okay. Chickadees are the leaders of the winter flocks, which move from tree to tree, eating bugs and other tidbits and chirping to each other. 
They often call by repeating the name. Chickadee dee dee can mean a variety of things. Sometimes I call chickadee dee to scold an intruder. Other times I call chickadee dee to let each other know where they are. I fly from tree to tree, to tree hopping around in the branches and bark to look for seeds and bugs. Chickadees can eat upside down, which comes in handy when dinner is dangling at the end of a twig. Chickadee, that's such, that's such a fun word to say. Um, I rate them probably a 3.5. Um, they have a cool name. Um, they, um, they look pretty cool. Um, they control, they're pest control, um, they're pest control, and they can eat upside down, and the reason that I only, actually, the reason I only give it a four is just because, um, you can't understand what they're saying, because chicken EDD can mean a variety of things. What's your review, Violet? Not Violet. Um, Dory. Uh, I like chickadees, but they're not as cool as ravens, so I'm just giving it a three. Okay. I also think, like, if they keep calling chickadee dee dee dee, I like to punch them in the face. So that, here we go. So, okay. So, we should have, um, we might not have time for the woodpecker, but we'll see. Red-breasted nuthatches and brown creepers search for insects on the trunks and large branches of trees. Creepers start at the bottom of trees and walk right side up. Nuthatches start at the top and walk upside down. Scientists aren't sure why nuthatches go down trees head first, but it may be that from that angle, they can find bugs that the creepers miss. Um, so we're gonna, so, we need to do really quick reviews if we want time for the woodpecker. That will take like a minute. Um, so, my review on those is definitely a four. Um, walking right side up, straight up a tree. Like, why? And walking head first is even cooler. You need to give your review really fast if we're going to do this by the 20 minute mark. Are we skipping your review? Oh, um, no. Sorry, I didn't hear what the bird was. What was the bird? Okay, I'll read the passage again, but we have to stay for, you guys might have to stay for an extra minute. We'll stretch the limit to like 25 minutes, actually. Let me reread it. Red-breasted nut hatches and brown creepers search for insects on the trunks and large branches of trees. Creepers start at the bottom of trees and re- walk right side up. Nut hatches start at the top and walk upside down. Scientists aren't sure why nut hatches go down trees head first, but it may be that from that angle they can find bugs that creepers miss. What's your rating or review or whatever you want? Um, I think, um, probably, uh, a two, no, how about like a four? A four and no reasons. Okay, 
So we are going to, this might be up to 30 minutes long. Um, we only have four more pages, but I'm going to do wo woodpeckers and then stop. So at most, this is going to be 30, but it won't take me that long. Okay. So woodpeckers pound on trees for three reasons. One reason is to communicate. In the spring, they drum on trees to find mates and claim a piece of the forest as their own. Another reason is to feed, catching ants, beetles, and termites living in the tree. Many woodpeckers have tongues that are longer than their heads. They can stick their tongues into cracks in wood and grab bugs. Woodpeckers' tongues are different depending on the species. The pileated woodpecker's tongue is hooked at the end and covered with sticky spit. When woodpeckers aren't feeding, their tongues coil back into their heads around their brains. That's kind of creepy. The third reason woodpeckers pound on trees is to build a home. Male and female woodpeckers will work together for over two weeks to pick out a nest in a tree, creating a tunnel with a large hollow inside. They line out the hollowed out they line the hollowed out area with leftover wood chips. Woodpeckers will almost always use a nest hole for only one year. After that, other animals move in. Some of the creatures you can find in old woodpecker holes are owls, chickadees, swallows, bats, wasps, wood ducks, flying squirrels, and pine martens. So, um, I'm going to read the part about Douglas squirrels, and then we will stop um, and finish the forest section next episode. So, Douglas, oh, we need to do our reviews. Um, review. I have 0 0.5 because I hate woodpeckers. So annoying. No, just do your rating on what you learned in the article, I guess, now. I have to say. Oh, um... Okay, I learned a lot, so I'm just going to go with a 4.5. How about, go with a 2.5 at least. Because just 2.5, like, I giving suppose. Them a zero, because they're pretty cool, but I know that you hate them, so um, you don't have to give them a 4.5. So, it's kind of just your overall liking of the animal and what you learned. Okay. Douglas squirrels are noisy. They chatter at each other and at other animals, even people. They feast on the seeds in Douglas fir cones. The squirrels run up the tree and bite the cones off so they will fall to the ground. If you run under a tree, he, when that is happening, a cone might land on your head. Fir cones are covered with scales, each of which has a seed tucked inside. Douglas squirrels pick off the scales one by one, eating the seeds, and leave a pile of scales behind. They also hide some cones away from later. The squirrels don't usually need to eat all the seeds they hide, which is good for the tree. Left alone, some of these hidden seeds will break open, and a young plant will start to grow, sending out its first root and a stem and a stem crowd and a stem with a crown of delicate needles forming a seedling that is the end of this episode next we will continue next time we will continue for the last one two three four five six seven eight the next eight pages oh yeah so um what so give me a review and i will read the sidebar
What's your oh, review on the Douglas squirrels? Um, I think squirrels are super cute, and also I learned a lot, so 4.5. Okay, I give them a 4.5 just because of how cool they are and how they're so, they, like, chatter at people. So I'm going to read the, so this will be about 25 minutes long. So here is the sidebar. To hit a tree as hard as a woodpecker does, you'd have to run forward it um, as fast as you can and smack your head into it again and again more than a thousand times a minute. It would hurt, right? Not if you were a woodpecker. They have thick skulls and they clench some of the muscles of their faces to absorb the shock. Feathers over their nostrils keep them from breathing in the, the splinters. Extra eyelids keep their eyeballs from popping out of their heads. So, what's your rating of that sidebar? You don't learn much. I give it um, a 2.5 because um, it explains why woodpeckers don't get hurt. But it's not that interesting and it's really short. Dang. Okay. That is the end of the episode. Next How time long is that one? This is 25 minutes long. So next that time we will be finishing the forest section um, from the black-tailed deer. So there are eight pages left of the forest section. We will start with the black-tailed deer next time. Um, and we will... So this might be up to 10 episodes probably not more than 20 of this book and um i feel like this is going to be um a very cool series so thank you so i'm dory wait no <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i'm eleanor i'm dory we hope, we hope you, you liked this episode, episode. bye, bye.